So you're listening to the Four Sides Podcast. And don't forget to tell all your little baby dork-ass friends to listen to the Four Sides Podcast too. Otherwise, Warhorse is going to rule your ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Four Sides Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Carr, and tonight... I am at the Pinnacle Palace because I'm talking with the CCW Women's Champion, Lil Bit. How are you doing, Lil Bit? I'm doing well. How are you today? Doing great. Thank you for letting me into the palace. No problem. Thank you for coming. Ab- Glad to have you. Absolutely. Glad to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, just first question, kind of the obvious, what got you into wrestling? Just the love of wrestling, you know? I was a, a pretty big fan, well, not as early as some, but later in my teen years mid-teens became a big fan and um ran into uh brandon barbwire we grew up here in the same town together went to the same school and i actually used to see him wrestling around with all his buddies in the backyard and stuff (laughs) growing up and then um when i was about 17 we had a mutual friend that kind of paired us up because john knew that I loved it, and I was super hyped up about coming, going to an upcoming WWE event that they were having in Cape Girardeau with the Show Me Center with a cousin of mine, and um, I was hanging out with John, and Brandon actually came over, and he introduced us, and I was talking about everything, you know, that I was excited about. I'm and guessing John is the mutual friend. Yes, John okay, is the mutual sorry, friend. Sorry, I'm sorry, I, I, sorry. I, I just had to clarify that. Yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't sure who John, I wasn't sure yeah. who you're talking about, John. It's, uh, yeah, John. no, it's like the John, actually. Okay, He's the like, John. He is the John, and he is a, a good friend to actually, like, Jason, Brandon, myself, and a whole bunch of others, so. Great. Been in our lives a long time, so. The John. Well, um, shout out to The John. Exactly. Uh, he kind of hooked Brandon and I up for our mutual love of wrestling. And fortunately for me, Brandon had already been down the road of training and been to a wrestling school in Memphis and um, was luckily for me, like I said, back in Missouri and um, had an interest in someone who he could tell was interested in doing it. And he had said, well, I'm actually, you know, I actually do that. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not talking about, like, in your backyard. I want to do what Mickey James does, you know, or what Lita does. And he's like, no, no, that's what I'm talking about. And then he <laughs> explained to me his history and said that he was actually going to train that day. And I was more than excited to go. Uh, our friend, the John, went with, just because I don't ride with strangers, people I don't know. That's not a good thing to do. Um, so he went with to make me more comfortable and every bump I learned how to take that day and little bitty things as far as like just the just the lock up and then your basic like arm bar and just different things uh, you know I loved it and the next day got in touch with him he actually didn't expect to hear from me ever again he had said uh, but I was ready to go and so we went training again that next day and within a couple months I was on the road with him going to Mississippi and Arkansas and uh, anywhere else Tennessee anywhere else that would have us at that time right because Missouri didn't really have a lot of wrestling at that time not in our area and I didn't find out till much much later because I was still very 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 green and very naive to the whole indie scene in general like just like most fans today because I was a huge not gonna lie, huge fan. You can call me a Mark. I was like, that's it is what it is. You know, I think we're Everybody, all, I think we're all we, Marks. For everybody me. is. Yeah. Every and it, you know that's yeah, that's a whole other thing. But anyway, um, it was a pretty fast track with us, and went going strong for like two years, and then met Jason, got married, and kind of slowed it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, but. I uh, really enjoyed getting into it, and the training days were a lot of fun. Great. So, fun, so. so I guess you were trained by Barbed Wire then. Barbed Wire and um, his tag team partner at that time, his name is uh, Anton LeVay. Yeah, he's I've heard dad. Anton. The yeah, he, he's from uh, the Memphis area. Um, he, they were my good cop, bad cop, and um, respect them both very much for everything that they've done for me. 
Uh, also, got uh, to give a shout out to Justin the Juice Smart. He played a small role in that as well at the very, very beginning. Um, him and Brandon were actually roommates <laughs> at that time, living near Sykeston or whichever, and that's where our gym was. And I believe that gym was owned by Donnie. Donnie Six? Yeah. No so, kidding. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. Yeah. Small world, after all, that we're all actually right here and didn't really know it until... That's the, that's the yeah. funny thing. That's the funny thing about CCW starting mm -hmm. up. And we're getting ready to come on our five-year anniversary this Saturday. Super exciting. Um, I did not realize how many wrestling fans were in the area until CCW started. I, right. Like, you really didn't know anything about this area. Like, of course, there were there's the house shows that come to the Show Me Center every once in a while through yeah. WWE. But, but it's, not it's the like, indie scene. No, not, the, not like the indie wrestling fans. Yeah. That... Like, know the likes of uh, EC3 and uh, James Storm, so on. Yeah. So, definitely interesting what CCW has brought to the area and brought out of the area at the same time. I know. There's a lot of guys coming out of this area. And it's pretty impressive to see, you know, this show. I'm super proud of the show and I'm proud of the guys behind it. Super proud um, because what they've done... They've really, I believe, truly in my heart, this is, they've made history in Cape Girardeau. They're used, people remember wrestling at the AC Brazi Arena from like 30 years ago, you know. They remember that, and they still talk about that. Mm -hmm. We're still going to be talking about CCW 30 years from now. And I really hope that CCW gets to last, or wrestling in this area gets to last for a lot long for a very long time. Did you think it would last five years? Oh yeah, absolutely. The creativity that comes into play with CCW, that you don't get minds like that often. And I think when those minds step away, that's when change happens. Sometimes for the better, sometimes yeah. for the worse. I just know. But, I just know sometimes it's really hard to run a small company because like you said you kind of get multiple egos clashing and then mm. there's just i'm not going to name any places but there's just so many places that have started have had a lot of potential and then they just kind of quit doing it because you know it just like i said egos clash and it just got to a point where they just didn't really want to do it anymore yeah but I'm, I'm glad i'm glad ccw has been around for as long as it has Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's very important that, you know, the people behind the scenes have the mindset for it because, like, you're already thinking, you know, egos clash. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, some there's things that go on behind the scenes that, you know, could really bring things down. But for the mindset of wrestling, for the love of wrestling, and that's really is, that's really what it's all about, you know, that's why I believe because the ones behind it that have that love for wrestling... If that love dies, then it'll die, of course. But as long as those minds are behind it, it'll, it'll keep going. Very well said. Um, back to back to kind of your career, just kind of early in your career before CCW. Uh, you talked about working in, like, Mississippi, Memphis, Arkansas. Uh, I'd like to say what are some notable places you've worked before CCW, but, I mean, define notable, right? Right. Uh, just, I guess, kind of some highlights. Well... I don't know. I really am kind of proud of a lot of the places that I worked for. I like the hole in the walls. That some of the best people come from those places, and I'm not talking about just worker-wise, talking fan-wise too. Um, but anywho, you can find some, you can find gold there. And uh, but I'm really proud of all those places. But I've worked a lot with you know Austin and Nikki Lane when they were down in uh, Tuckerman, Arkansas at ASWF. Oh wow. You know, I worked with them. I haven't heard that name in a while, it's the ASWF. Yeah, come on. See, I've been around, but um I've worked there, I worked in Paragold, I've worked at Old Paragold. Mhm. Mm and I'm not going to lie, I do not remember the name of that company. I worked for that guy a few times and I think he owes me money still, so I'm just going <laughs> to That's <very> so <laughs> Uh, so I'm just put the gonna, two together. Yeah, so I, I can't, but I and I, it's bad. He owes me money, and I can't remember the name. So good for good for him, I guess. Oh, yeah. um, but no, um, I really did get my start, believe it or not, with 
there's a lot of people who shaped me, Austin, in being one of those guys. Uh, another one, a big one that I have to put out there, Sarge O'Reilly. Yeah, shout out to Sarge. He is like my wrestling father. Uh, took me under his wing. Uh, I was actually probably one of the most protected females. There wasn't many of us females, so whenever females came along in the locker room, it was like, oh my God, there's a there's a woman present. So I was very lucky to have some good guys around me that was like, mm, don't think so. There was only one man allowed to get past them, and I married him, so yep. good for them. They had good judge of character. Uh, but anywho, no, um, but Sarge, yeah, he carried me around for a while. There was a production or a promotion down in uh, Mississippi called uh, Extreme Outlaw Wrestling, owned by Billy Russ, Sarge O'Reilly, and like uh, Tommy, uh, Tony Watts, sorry, um, God rest his soul. But um, that was a lot of fun. We traveled around from different towns, from like Carthbridge and Ashland and, um, we would do car lot shows down in um, Cenotopia and, you know, worked all around those areas. Oh, my gosh. And had a lot of fun down there. Sorry, it takes me a minute to remember because it's been so long ago. You've been all over the place. Yeah, and yeah. it was it was a lot of fun. 17, 18 years old, out on the road, you know, like living a dream. Fresh like, out of high school, huh? Yeah. Wow. So I was, like, on the road ready to go. Well, I kind of... I kind of left the high school game, but no judgments, please, because no. I went on. No judgment. I went on and got my GED. Yeah. No. So, no um, judgment here on four sides. Yes. Yes. So went on, and got my GED. It's a good enough education. It's yeah. basically the same thing. And uh, so I just went on to start my life a little sooner, get out of my one horse town. Nothing no, wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. At so all. went and had a good time with life, and uh, but there was also. I think it was like all pro wrestling owned by um, Kenny Valiant. He jumped off that, uh, he jumped on that Jimmy Valiant bandwagon, you know, tried to play. He was like a family member of his. Um, but I did a bunch of shows between him and Sarge. Uh, but my first show was actually in Independence, Mississippi, and it was for Extreme Outlaw Wrestling. Sarge won the battle of who was going to book me first. Oh wow. Which of course. <laughs> there was a so, so there was a there was a bidding war. Just just that first night. Like my the first show I ever went to and I got in the ring and I broke the number one rule. Caleb. I went without my gear. I was told I was going to valet. So I came dressed with my hair and makeup ready because you never know what kind of building you were gonna be in, I was told. And there's not many um accommodations for women to go get ready so I wanted to be ready when I got there hours and hours and hours before the show not and Brandon made me learn my lesson the hard way because he didn't say a freaking word <laughs> and then whenever we got there and I had to get in the ring um I did it in jeans and a nice shirt and I did it in very nice shoes like almost like Doc Martin style, because that was the thing back then, you know, it's 14 years ago. So that's what I did my training in, and I turned quite a bit of heads that day. Um, don't like to pat myself on the back, but I'm very proud of that. I got in there with all those guys, and I showed half of them up, and the other half, it's because they were been doing it for years, but these trainees that have been training longer than I have and working shows and stuff, was kind of outworking them for a little bit. And you did it in valet clothes. And I did it in my valet attire. So, <laughs> so yeah, at that night there was a little bit of a battle between those two, and Sarge did win, and Sarge always has won. And, uh, but, yeah, so that was a lot of fun with them as well. That that's, was just the start. That's, so. that's wild to think that there's a, there's a battle to book you for your first show. Well, yeah, it's fresh meat. And now, like I said, at that time, there was really no other women around. Like, you did have... That's that's true. You, especially down in Mississippi, because I was riding Brandon's coattails wherever he was going. He was getting me booked, because that's how it was. At first, I came in as his valet. You know, he got me booked as his valet, as him and Anton's valet, should I say. And then uh, when I got in and could prove myself, then I got to get booked. And so, yeah, I guess I am kind of proud of that because I proved myself well that first day in not 
gear. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. And then of course ventured on into West Tennessee. I spent too much of my time in West Tennessee. I Not think everybody does. Too much time in West Tennessee, but I got love for the place. Remember where you came from. Oh, absolutely. You know, but I guess I technically didn't come from there, but I felt more at home, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, but I did bounce around between, you know, the basic, you know, you got Trenton and you got uh, Newburn and every freaking establishment it's had there. And then you've got, you know, Dyersburg and then Union City. So I had a lot of, I did have a good time there, but I spent too much time there. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I was waiting for you to say Union City. Mm-hmm. Because, uh. I know CCW does the Ashland McClure Memorial Show. Yes. And uh, I think right before CCW started, uh, you got the... Was it Mickey James you faced? Yeah. It was. Yeah. In Bahalia. Yes. That was in Bahalia, Mississippi at the uh, at the high school there, actually. But yeah, um, they were supposed to bring in someone, I think... I think they had tried to get her to come in at one point for the Union City shows, but it just didn't work out. But we had her for the Bihelia show, and that was awesome. Unfortunately, I like I, I really wished it could have been a singles match because that I could have quit that night and retired happy. Yeah, I, I now I remember it was like a failed four way match yeah. or something. It, it had an Angelina Love. As well, no. I I'd, I'd have to look at the poster. Yeah, no. To... Well, well, when I'm right here, I can tell you <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> uh it was me, Mickey James, Veronica Fairchild, which is someone I admire and who has mentored me in many ways. Um, wonderful, wonderful Hall, uh, Alabama Wrestling Hall of Famer, might I add, um, Veronica Fairchild. So, sorry, I got way off track there. But yeah, we had yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. we had Mickey James, Veronica Fairchild, and Paris Kelly. Paris Kelly, okay. Mm -hmm. um, there was another Ashland show where we had, we did have Angelina Love, and that was a triple threat because that was, well, they wanted, that was a singles match. They actually had a triple threat with um, Rebel. Oh, okay. Remember? Yeah, okay. It's coming back to me now. Yeah, me too, kind of. Sorry, it's been a long time. But no, I think one of them was kind of having issues. They they wanted to end up working each other. Uh, Angelina and Rebel. I, I think and I, I remember and this. And I story. think it was just more for Rebel's comfort zone. They wanted her to get back out, from what I hear, wanted her to get back onto the indies, get a little bit more experience under her belt, yeah, and I, get back on the TV, you know what I mean, earn her spot. But I don't remember where I heard this story, but I think I may, or who I heard it from, but I think yeah. I may have heard this story before. Yeah, actually. yeah, but and they ended up doing, it was either like a tag or a triple threat with them, but me and Angelina did have a very, very short match, and I mean, this was the shortest match of my whole entire career. You know, we literally did three spots and then we were done. And, uh, but we, it was interrupted by Diamond Doll. So, I mean, thanks to her, took that away. But that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I'm sorry. Did no, you that, no, that's okay. They, yeah. they ended up having a pretty good match. Like, Rebel did really well in their match. So, that ended up comforting her at the end of the night. You know, she still is doing things and doing well for herself, I think. Yeah. So, so speaking of, I was gonna say speaking of Diamond Doll, that was your first opponent at CCW. Yes, yes, can't forget Diamond Doll, and she will actually be here. She will, yeah. That's yeah. Right. Have we talked about this before? Is this out of the bag? About, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, okay. the Legends Row. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, but she's gonna be. I didn't know if they announced like everybody that was going to be there, or if just some people were announced. But I haven't been paying attention. I've been busy. So no judgments there either. No judgment. All right. So, but anyway, no, she'll be here, and I'm excited to see her because it's been it's a, been a while, but a lot of people don't know that that's actually a, a good a good friend of mine. <laughs> so, we've put a put aside our differences. So, yeah. good friend of mine. Yeah. I did start CCW out with that. I like to call it the the best of three series because it's like 
you won the first night. She won at the second show, mm-hmm. and then you all had that I Quit match. Yeah. And you, of course, went over on that. Yes. Of course. So, I, I guess when I think of the, the women's wrestling division in CCW, uh, I think a little bit uh, Sarah Summers and Diamond Doll. Those are like the three originals. Yeah. And then Nikki Lane. Nikki, I, I, yeah, I guess you can't, Nick. You can't, you can't forget Nikki Lane. Like, oh, she, she made a pretty big impact while she was here. Oh, you she know? sure did. She is a... I'm Very thinking, over. yeah, I guess I'm thinking like the first year. Yeah, of, I, yeah. She kind of came in late. The, yeah, she came in late. She came in late, yeah. But hey, still an original. Yeah. Shout Definitely. out to Nikki Lane. Shout out to Nikki Lane. Shout yeah. out to Sarah Summers. Yes. And shout out to Diamond Doll. Yep, they'll all be there this Saturday. It's going to be the a... Legends Row. Yeah, it's going to be a nice reunion. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know, I think Sarah's gunning for me. Hmm, maybe. Maybe. I heard she's retired, but I, I I don't know. I think I might be under the, her skin a little bit. You know, this whole Pinnacle Princess thing. She, uh, with her being, she's, you know, announced herself. She is the queen of the Pinnacle, you know. So, uh, and I respect that. That's why I stayed in my lane. But I think it's gotten under her skin. She may want to come back and uh, put me in my place. Possibly. Even though she may not want anything to do with the pinnacle per se, but just out of respect, like, hey, back off, but so, never know. So, that brings another question. Uh, I'm unbiased, so yeah. don't think I'm, like, against the decision you made or anything, but uh, just kind of to answer people's question, because I don't know if we've gotten any kind of answer. Uh, why did you decide to join up with pinnacle? Ah... Why wouldn't I decide to join up with the Pinnacle? I mean, it's it's the best decision that I could make. You know, if you if you want to stay in the same slow lane forever, you know, go ahead. But if you want to move on to the fast track, that's what you really need to do. You need to move on to the fast track. Jeff O'Dell's a smart man. Look what he's doing. He's got a team of champions. A team of champions. And he's always been, rather I've always agreed with Jeff O'Dell or not, but he has always been a very intelligent man and he knows what he's doing within this business and he, look what he's done with other people. I mean, he's pushing them to higher limits and why wouldn't I want to be a part of that? And I also got Brandon Barbwire, who's my trainer. He thinks that's a good decision for me. I think it's a good decision for me. He was very persuasive, you know. I don't want to be just anybody within the indie scene. I want to be one of the best women within the indie scene. And I'm here I'm here to make my mark, and I believe the Pinnacle is going to help me do that. Yeah, that's one way to do it. I mean, love or hate the Pinnacle, you can't deny that it's done wonders for your, mm-hmm. for your career. I mean, you've been the women's champion all year. That's right, all year. So, well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, that's not really fair. COVID did get in the way. Yeah. Last year. So I would have had it. It's not technically been a full year yet, but because I took it from Mel back in March. Mm-hmm. So only had it a couple months, but I am a multiple, multiple, a multi-time champion, multi-women's yeah. champion here at CCW. Yeah. If I'm correct, now correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm correct, you're the only woman in CCW to do that. That's right. And I believe I'm the only woman in CCW to hold that title under two different characters as well. I wasn't sure if you were going to go there or not. I was... Yeah, I mean, come on. She's dead and gone, unfortunately, so at least I get to talk about her every once in a while. while. Um, Marnie was my escape from the little bit name. Um, I was 17 when that name was given to me, um, and it kind of just stuck didn't really know what to go with um thanks Sarge but it stuck and it worked and West Tennessee freaking loved it uh thankfully Kate Gerardo has smart smart fans and they were welcoming to Marnie with open arms <laughs> and I got to have a lot of fun with her in Cape Gerardo Missouri um at CCW but yeah, she, I, I hate to say I didn't really get along with Marnie Graw. Not many you people know. did, but that was the best thing. That, Marnie was freeing. But, you know, now I've just decided Little Bit's going to be freeing and do whatever the hell I want to do anyway. Yeah, so. it, it was cool, in all realness, to see that shift. Like, 
I guess with Mardi Gras, I got to see kind of more of, I guess, more of your inner creativity, I guess, with the character. Thank you. So. It, it's, Little Bit has always been, like, really, really a lot of just myself. If I would have been one of those uh, preppy, peppy cheerleaders in high school, kind of, not maybe not too much but you know come out I'm like full of energy and full of excitement I'm cheering everybody on more or less like when I come out I almost felt like I was cheering on fans because I was so excited to be there <laughs> but um you know but and just for the love of it but and then I get to go out there and just really get to be myself and then wrestle and then show my love for it. And then, you know, Marnie did help bring out the more characteristic side of me. And that's why I loved it because it's something different. It's an alter ego and it takes you to a different place. And I'm not just looked at as just a one-way ticket. Right. You know, I have multiple layers and I'd like to show them. And I feel like now with a uh, little bit's confidence and personality change now. I feel like there's still a lot of Marnie within her because I've still got that uh, don't give a crap attitude and I'm fixing to show up and show out a little bit more. So, yeah. Is there any, I guess, is there any possibility of ever seeing Marnie again or do you think she's dead for good? You know, there may be a chance one day if she comes out on like the legendary role, legendary picture. Mm. You know, you never know. Maybe one day, you never know. But let's see how that goes. Yeah. But I see. think, I think a little bit may end up there before. So Marnie will be long forgotten then. But we'll yeah. see. You never know. I mean, if you think about it, you kind of got a new character going on with the whole Pinnacle Princess thing. That's right. So. That's right. I'm still a little bit, but I'm the Pinnacle Princess. And I guess right now you kind of, like you said, you still got a little Marnie in you. But yeah. it's like you don't particularly need Marnie right now I guess. No I don't, I don't need her anymore I have found her on my own like I have found my own inner badass I guess. There can, you we, go. can we go with that? Hey that works. Okay. That works. Sounds okay. good actually. Yeah good I like that too. Make it a t-shirt. There you go. Speaking of which I have t-shirts. This one's not it. But I do have t-shirts, and I have them available, and they will be available at CCW. Um, at all the CCW shows now, I have a um, pretty good amount. They're $20 a piece. If anybody wants to buy one, come see my table. Nice. I have pictures as well. Nice. For us, for us big boys, what size do you go up to? Well, right now, I have up to extra large. Oh, that's, that's going to be a... But uh. these, <laughs> these shirts... I think they're actually a size bigger than what they are. Oh, okay. So it may be doable, but I'm also gonna start a pre-order for those bigger because I've noticed that I've had more requests for those than I have for the sizes that I had because I, you know, I just kind of went with what I thought, you know, I just kind of going off with I thought would be good and sure trying to save a little bit of money. No pun intended. No, you know, yeah, no pun intended, <laughs> but you know, whichever. So twenty dollars a piece, twenty five if you're a good person. <laughs> you just want to donate to the fund. Just kidding, but no. Um, we'll uh, we'll be looking into that. We'll be having the uh, pre-orders for the larger sizes, and I'll be getting those available soon. Well, there you go, big guys. Stay tuned for that. Yeah. Uh, so about the show this Saturday, let's talk about your opponent. Let's uh, talk about Blair Onyx. Blair Onyx. I really do hate the fact that I like her name um, I think it's an awesome name and then but I've been uh, keeping up with her a little bit and she is in fact exactly what you say an opponent and a worthy one so I'm excited about that not saying Mel's not but that's old and played out ready to move on and uh, I'm excited I'm excited for change and um, always excited for an opportunity to have new faces to come into CCW, not just for us, but for them as well. Same here. Yeah. I always, I'm always big on the new people. That's right. Yeah. I like uh, to beat up new people. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I've seen Blair a few times. Uh, usually this is the part where I kind of tell you about the opponent, but it's just like, I don't, 
I've only seen her a handful of times. I right. don't. I don't really. She's kind of new to the game with COVID and everything. Yeah. In the past, kind of, she's been very. I've heard she's been very selective on what bookings she takes. Oh, really? So that's. I don't know about that now. Well, you know like, what? That doesn't necessarily mean anything bad no. about being selective. I think that's actually now. I think that's a really good thing because. Absolutely, yeah. God, I might get heat for this, but I don't want to go work certain places like West Tennessee. Oh, you so, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't... You you got to be careful what shows you're going to because sometimes it is just full of drama. Mm-hmm. Drama, drama, yeah. drama. You yep. know? And it's like, even if you stick to yourself, you're still drug into the drama. And it's like, yeah. I just rather not. And plus, with West Tennessee and stuff, you've been there. I'm sure you... I'm, I'm sure... I'm sure... I'm, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that pop you? <laughs> yeah, that got me. That got That was good. But, but it's like you've already been there. You've worked there and stuff. I'm sure you want to, like, go do other things. Move on. Do yeah. other stuff. And I'm and I'm actually selective. Um, and also, like, I've... There for a while, I was backing off and not wanting to do a whole lot. I was very... Just CCW and LPWW. That shit was my... That was just my basics. And that's where I was happy. And I lead a kind of a busy life <laughs> also um do have the kids and the husband and the palace to keep up with yes. and uh, the guard dogs there's three so there's you know a lot but now my excitement for wrestling you know it's kind of it's a roller coaster all through your wrestling career up and down up and down you know but now my excitement for it is really high and I'm very happy with what I'm doing um with the Pinnacle Princess gimmick within CCW and Championship Wrestling of Memphis and even tearing that more into my customs vibe at uh, LPWW. So um, I'm very happy with the way things are going right now and I am kind of maybe looking forward to venturing out, just not sure how far. Because yeah. the, between the three that I've got now, I'm kind of busy. I <laughs> you know, that. You know, yeah. so... And you don't want to be tied down to just one stable or two or three, but then again, sometimes that's okay for a little bit. Sure. And kind of move around as you want, and who knows? By time, it's I feel like moving on. I may not feel like moving on anywhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, we'll just have to see where the journey takes you. Exactly. Um. So I've talked about customs a few times on here, but I've never, I've never got to talk with a wrestler that does customs so just kind of one of my questions is what's some of the differences or are there any differences between like doing a customs match and like a actual well actual match yeah i'll go with that you go with an actual match okay so i know a lot of people especially those that don't understand um first when the first thing you think is like okay this is this is fetish shit. What I do is absolutely 100% professional wrestling. So we pride ourselves on that. There is absolutely no negativity. Matter of fact, the only thing that you we do that you might cons- that you can that you can consider a fetish is barefoot wrestling. But there are many wrestlers out there who actually prefer to wrestle barefoot. And let me tell you, if you're going to wrestle 10 matches that day, you want to start your match out with, if you have a barefoot match, if you accept them, because that's the beauty of it. Oh, it's yeah. up to you if you want to do it or not. Yeah. You like know I was, I mean? So. Yeah. I told, or I had Jerry Looney. Shout mm-hmm. out to Jerry Looney. Shout I, out to Jerry Looney. Yeah. I had him on you here. You dropped your placket. Yeah. I had him on here in the past and we kind of talked about uh, LP. The, WW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I always have trouble remembering four acronym promotions. That's but right. anyways, uh, I kind of I kind of commended that place for you know not making you all do stuff that you're uncomfortable with doing. Absolutely. And like I, I feel like that's how uh, I feel like that's how a customs place should be. Should be, yeah. Absolutely. Like, and that's okay. So you. All right, so say you are interested in purchasing a customs match. You see a customs company, and you see their lineup, and you see that they have two of your all-time favorite female wrestlers, and sometimes there's males there as well. 
and we're talking like indies and sometimes we have girls that come in with names that's been other places as well and matter of fact sue young um she was one of the main girls for daryl bruff shout out to daryl bruff um for creating these cut the safe customs company for us girls to go and make extra money and get extra exposure um because there's been a lot to pass through that has been somewhere and is somewhere now. But anyway, um, say you wanted a match between, we'll just say it's seven years ago, me and Sue Young. All right. Um, you would pay for the match. Like you would write out what you get the opportunity to be the booker. You can write out what type of match you want. Um, from you writing out every single detail, which we have customers, you will get three pages worth of detailed stuff from stuff you have to stay say from every step you take um they're that detailed with it some of them have pretty creative minds actually um and they put on some pretty good matches but you would write out the match that you want or you can just say i i love the way these two girls work so i want them to to do what they want but i just really want to see you know um certain moves, certain moves yeah. this signature move and this and that and the other i want to see i want to see 50 canadian destroyers <laughs> no, no well there may be some that may do it but there may be some that's most of us are gonna be like no thank you yeah <laughs> uh, depends on how much you're you're gonna have to pay extra for that right. so you would pay your amount which we're gonna we're gonna you know um Championship Wrestling of Memphis is partnered up with LPWW in some ways with um, working together with collaborating dates and letting us use the building and stuff to do the customs there and they're advertising for us and stuff so that's really cool. Um, but you'll have, um, they pay, the customer will pay $250 for a 10 minute match. So you'll write out a 10 minute match, you'll pay $250 the company, which probably go into into detail. I used to own my own customs company. So, for real? For real, yeah. Wow. It was called UWW, Ultimate Women's Wrestling. Um, but anyway, uh, you'll pay your 250 I make $100 for wrestling 10 minutes. Sue would make $100 or Nikki Lane or Fantasy. And the rest would go to the company. And the $50 would go to the company because the company has to have money to support itself. So, so you can make flights. good money doing this. You're damn right I make good money doing this. <laughs> well, well, female wrestlers, if you're out there. Um, and you are interested in making money and you want to work for a safe company with good, safe workers, that's also important. Uh, we, work, we make sure that we know what we're doing so we can put on for good professional wrestling matches and protect ourselves and protect each other very important mm -hmm. yeah. very important yeah. <laughs> so but it and it, it is a lot of fun i mean it is all day i mean it is all day we start at 8 a.m and there's times where they're till 8 p.m there's been times where we've started on friday night at like eight o'clock at night and didn't get done till four o'clock in the morning oh wow i mean it's just the dedication of these and don't and that's not because they're in their slave drive and we would all take a vote. Do we want to stay or do we want to go? And let me tell you, we all chose to stay because it is worse to wrestle five to seven matches and then have to get up and come back just to do two. Mm -hmm. Because the next day, and especially the next morning, you do not feel like coming back to do two. Right. So it just depended on the building and the the availability of when they did their shows and stuff like that so if they had a saturday night show we had to be out of there by four o'clock so their guys could come in and train for at least a couple hours before the door opened so pretty exciting though it's yeah. a we lead an exciting life that's great we'll leave we'll go do we'll leave on a friday night check into the hotel, wake up, do customs, next day go do uh, Memphis wrestling and then head home. And So that's kind of good for the wrestlers too because they can kind of do two in one. Exactly. Like, especially for the girls, like I got to wrestle CC Chanel not long ago. I mean, um, it just aired this past Saturday on um, Championship Wrestling of Memphis' YouTube page. Yeah, go check that you out, You can guys. check that out if you missed it. Um but yeah, so that was an amazing experience. She flew in from um, uh, California to be there. Mm -hmm. She did customs with us the day before. So we get to meet all these amazing women from all over the place. And I love meeting 
uh, I love meeting workers from all over the world because I cannot get enough of accents. I don't care who you are, where you're from. I want to listen to you talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I just love accents. I heard she's got a very... It's so cute. <laughs> so cute. I probably shouldn't say that, uh, but it is so cute. She was one hell of a worker and I would really love to have her at championship or at CCW. I would as well. Um, I was actually down there that day, and uh, unfortunately, I did not get to see that match in person because... How dare you? I know. Well, well, how dare whoever put that crack in the Memphis Bridge, all right? All right, that, all that right. That was... All right. All right. Excuses, excuses. No, well, I know. Well, that, well, that, so, yeah, well, that now, does hinder things. Well, now I know to go to Dyersburg. So yeah, I know go that down now. 51. 51 sucks, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's so long. It is like the entrapment highway capital. Because there are cops everywhere, and the speed limit changes. You're going, like, 65, and they want you doing 30 immediately. And mm -hmm. it's like, whoa, buddy, there was no warning for this. Like, you want me <laughs> to drop it down 35 miles per hour just like that? Dirty cops. I'm telling you. And then it speeds back up again, slows back down. I hate it. I hate that highway. But in your case, I understand. Yeah. Uh, just kind of a closing on the customs part. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. I, that's all good. I ramble, so you have yeah. to cut me off. Hey. It makes for good conversation. Make, right. Makes for a good listen. Good, good, um, good. But anyways, uh, I just feel like, well, once again, want to commend Liberty for, again, not making their workers do anything they're uncomfortable with. Because I feel like, I feel like customs gets a lot of stigma. It does. Still yet. It took me four years to go do customs. You can ask Jason, you can ask Daryl Bruff himself. It took him four years to convince me. I even went and trained at one of their old buildings they had in Olive Branch, um, Mississippi. I went down and trained one day with them, with some girls, actually Rebecca Ray's. She's actually originally from the Jackson area. Funny enough, she lives behind me now. Um, <laughs> but Small uh, world. Small world, she started, uh, several years before me I believe but went down and trained with her and I mean and Miss Susan which is Daryl's wife she was there you know she makes you feel very comfortable that's Mama Susan but at that time I was still so new and didn't really know who and what to trust and I don't even really think Brandon was kind of keen on the idea because I can see that yeah so I was I'm gonna listen to him you know my trainers that's what he's there for so but after so long um, you know, I had Jason and he was, he had been keeping up with it a little better, I believe. And he was like, you know, this is actually a, a, a legit thing. I think you should do it. Cause I think he was seeing who all the other girls that were doing it. And that's where I met Melanie Cruz. Um, and now she's up here and now she's up here and, you know, doing what she's doing. So that's really cool. But Yeah. That's where I met Melanie and Veronica. Worked a hell of a lot with Nikki. Um, I don't know if you ever see this guy talking shit on my Facebook. His name's Michael Goodman. Oh, <laughs> he's the, G, a, the good old G crew. He's always telling me million dollar baby's better than me. And that's awesome. Because I'm going to tell you, she is one of my favorite opponents ever. <laughs> if he only knew... And well, he might actually, but like you could go through the library of a company that I used to work for. It was it was owned by Daryl Bruff. Um, it was taken over by someone else, and uh, you can go to that company and go through their library, and you can see all of the hundreds of matches that me and Million Dollar Baby had done, like over like a two or three year time period. It was crazy, and so we we would be down there wrestling for customs, having like five, seven eight matches together a day and then leave there, drive to Newburn and then wrestle that night in Newburn and then we were wrestling each other every weekend in Newburn and bouncing back and forth over the years to TIWF and then back to whatever establishment was in Newburn and then a couple times in Union City. One still one of my very favorite opponents and if I ever get an like, I would really love an opportunity to work with her before I bow down, bow out, and leave the boots in the ring. 
I want to work with her one last time. Yeah, I was so, just I was just getting ready to say like I've seen I would love I've, it. I've seen her a few times down at TIWF. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd love to see a modern day rerun of that match. When her and I, when I first started and first started down, because we actually did XOW turned into when we moved XOW out of the Mississippi area. We moved it into uh, the West Tennessee area and started doing invasions on their weekly established federations that they had there. So, and Trenton was our first stop and that was awesome. It was one of the first times I got to be a heel, like a real heel, and I had the best time. I had a whole, that whole building, it was packed, packed, elbow to elbow. We cleared them out. They were coming to whoop my ass because I took a little girl's poster away from her and she told her mom I hit her. They, they take it seriously they, down she, there. <laughs> they were coming to kill me, but I never hit that little girl. And she finally told the truth and it was all good to go. But it almost ended very badly for me and I almost never came back. But <laughs> we, anyway, it didn't work out that bad. But anyway, what I'm getting at is when we were doing that invasion in Trenton, I remember looking over like being in the crowd and this little girl talking shit to me and me talking shit back to her because i'm hill it's what i do her brother's the referee and turns out a couple years later that's million dollar baby and her brother uh he he's also a wrestler too so now you know and it now, was just it I'm was curious. just really really cool now now i'm curious as to who her brother is you don't have to tell me i can't you, you can tell me off the air if you want well it's not that i don't want to mention him i just can't remember his name oh okay I, it, it may be i really think his real life name is john jeffries but wrestling wise i cannot remember now that sounds familiar it's not it's not that i wasn't trying to mention anybody i just yeah, didn't want to be a, yeah. be like god you are really forgetful or you're an asshole because you can't remember who these people are it's all good. <laughs> so it's all good so it's i just good. i just didn't want to say that but no 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 it's nothing against him and i think it's the only brother he she has so you can get on there and see on I social may, media I may but do yeah i may do that when we get i really the air. i really do believe his name is john jeffries but i cannot remember his wrestling name and i'm so sorry and who knows, cool. people change their gimmicks and names over time, so I don't know if he's done that or not, because I really don't keep up with what's going on in the wrestling world as much as I used to. I so. gotcha. So I'm not trying to be rude, I just I just don't know. <laughs> hey, it's fine. If you don't know, you don't know. I don't I know, mean. and I just don't want to be come off as too much of a dick. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, no, I would love an opportunity to work with her again. Had a lot of fun with her. But So I love this Michael. I actually love Michael Goodman for stirring this pot because I'm mm. praying to God that maybe one day we can, we'll get together and be like, you know what, let's make his day. Let's have this match. <laughs> and let's just do it. Um, I think we've invited her up here a couple times, and I have been invited down to Trenton a few times. It's just didn't work out yeah. and didn't work out didn't work out. So it is what it is. But maybe one day. Hey, it's possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There you go, Michael Goodman. If you're, if you're actually listening, listening, yeah. Shout out to Michael Goodman. Yeah, sure. You jerk. Why, why not? <laughs> yeah, he actually wants to come on here. You should let him. I should let him. You should let him. I try to give everybody a chance, but you know, I, I'm not sure about that guy. I just want to. I want to hear all the shit he has to talk. I mean, I really do. Fair point. Fair. You know, it's like when Howard Stern got his start, almost just as many people hated him as they did love him. And it's because, but they all were listening. And it's like, but why are you listening? And both sides had to say whether you loved him or hate him is, I want to hear what he has to say next. So it's kind of one of those things. There you go, Michael Goodman. I, I, mean, he, I mean, he does I'm say. I'm dying to hear what you have to say next. I mean, he does say he is the best mic talker. I don't know about that, I think. We'll see. Come on and I might be the best mic talk. Well, I'm. No, you're the best mic talker. Oh, here. thanks. Yeah, I yeah, that. yeah. I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, I don't we, do this often. Eh. We got some fan questions, actually. No um, joke. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, they were. They were really excited that you were coming on here. Oh, good. I'm excited. Yeah. They were excited. All right, Michaela Minton wants to know. And I don't know why she specified WWE, but she wants to know your favorite WWE theme song. The favorite WWE theme song. Um, 
Well, I really do like AJ Styles theme song. That is a really, really good one. Um, but one that gets me like super pumped up anytime I hear it. But I think it's just because I know who's coming is a Shawn Michaels mm. "Sexy Boy" theme song. That's a good one. I'll always like one of my favorites will always be the APA music. Mm-hmm. Not just because like it's a banger, but because like when Ron Simmons just surprisingly showed up to CCW and huh. I heard that music. Oh I, my uh, gosh! I still like. I remember standing in the back and going, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like. It, and looking around and seeing, like, you know, the ones, the creative minds behind it when they when they envision something and you can see that their envision has come to life and it's better than they thought and you see that on their face, that's even cooler. So, so I need to, now that I brought that up, I need to confirm something with you since I was not, like, I wasn't working for CCW back then. Mm-hmm. Um, when Ron Simmons showed up... Did or did not Bradley Diggs cry? You know, I really think he might have. I didn't see firsthand, so, you know, going off hearsay, but I really believe he might have because that was a surprise from everybody. Oh, yeah. So it was it was great. That's just a little, I think that's just a little inside thing between me and Lee. Yeah. I think uh, Lee doing that. Shout out to Big Lee. Shout out to Big Lee. Mandatory shout Two out to Big Lee. Of whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. I don't understand the whoop whoop, but I mean, I'm not a juggalo either. So. Oh, okay. Uh, Derek, well, see, I'm not going to lie. That's all I really, I know it's a juggalo thing. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Lee. That's all good. I know I, he's explained it to me before. <laughs> he'll probably he'll probably get on to me in our little group chat about not being the juggalo now. But <laughs> that's for another day. Uh, Derek Boxdorfer, mm-hmm. uh, he's got a couple of them, actually. Okay. Uh, he said, with women's competition slim in CCW, what is one way the women's division can be grown? Well, one way it can definitely be grown. There's a one thing I think personally is, and I'm kind of at fault for this, considering I am kind of the women's division. Um, we need to make ourselves more publicly known. And I was actually thinking about this the other day. I am looking for a. I don't know if I can really do this, so I don't know if I should. And he's not here to confirm. I haven't even got to talk to him about it. I want a. Uh, a CCW Women's Championship sponsor. The, you know, why not? I'm the Pinnacle Princess. It's a championship. Other championships get sponsored matches. Why can't my matches get sponsored? So I think that's one thing. If we had sponsored matches, that would kind of help open the door. You know, I was actually I was actually thinking about that the other day myself. Yeah. And maybe if I was to get out there a little bit more and put myself out there with videos and stuff like Brandon does, I think that would really help grow because I'm going to, you know, major shout out to Brandon for him to putting himself out there and doing what he does and entertaining people. But, you know, with all his live videos that a lot of these guys are doing, that's really putting our name and our brand out there. Well, the best way to put my name and put the women's division out there is to just put it out there so i need to start doing some things myself on my own social medias and have shared by our ccw social media and whatnot but and definitely start promoting the belt i actually just had the belt redone for real for real i just had it redone it was looking rough um the last redo was great do not get me wrong uh but the the decal or the you know the ccw that was done in pink was starting to fade and stuff, so I actually did have it redone, and maybe I can see if he can bring that down to me. Yeah, well, we'll just do so that. I can we'll show do the, you. We'll do that. Well, it's not like they can see it anyways. Well, I can show you. Hey, if you guys want to see the new CCW women's belt, you better come to the show on exactly. Saturday. Exactly, you'll definitely be able to see it Saturday. <laughs> but I'm pretty. I thought I took a picture of it. I yeah. But uh, while you're looking for that, uh, I've just heard that female talents are just hard to book in general. They really are. They have, because the ones that are really, really worth booking and really, really good, they're booked up. 
and if they're not booked up and this is something that I've learned from day one in wrestling women usually do get paid a little more because we have more assets to show off unfortunately and but you know what damn it they deserve it you know Mm -hmm. so especially if you can get out there and you work just as hard or work harder than the men and half the time work in circles around them you deserve it yeah I'm Um, I'm glad we're getting the way I'm glad these past five or ten years we've gotten away from the the bra and parry panties matches and those kinds of things and it's like yeah it's like the the women like a lot of the women are I think you're actually better than some of the male wrestlers. Not to attack anybody. No, no. But, but sometimes it is what it is, boys. Yeah. I mean, like Charlotte Flair. I, I some I'll, people I'll, are I'll really just, just born with it. Yeah, you know I'll, what I'll I mean? just I'll just say it. I think Charlotte Flair is, if not the best wrestler in the world, definitely one of them. She's top five. You know, like I, and I'm not like a big WWE fan or whichever anymore. But, like, these women now, though, I am super proud of them because they're actual, they can actually really, really wrestle. Mm-hmm. And it's more than just a couple. I mean, it's a lot. There's only a couple that really can't, and but all of them. Um, but, yeah, Charlotte is freaking great. But, you know, being tall really, really helps make things look so much gracefully or makes it look more graceful and makes it just look better in general, but it also gives you the ability to do more, but don't let your height or size deter you from doing anything because you can still do it. But, uh, yeah, I agree with you. She is great. But uh, there's also... um, There's so many more out there that is is really, really good. One of those we could go on all day Exactly. Uh, Derek Boxdorfer also wants to know, uh, what's an outside name that would be a good addition to the CCW women's locker room? So, not like, I don't think he's looking for like a guest. I think he's looking for somebody that could be a mainstay. Um, oh, like a mainstay? Yeah. Um, well, I would really like Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. Come on in. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of girls I wish could be a mainstay. You know, I really miss Tootie. She was, she was good, and she was like the the fans loved her. Yeah, shout out to Tootie. She's shout she's out to doing Tootie. some big she stuff She is doing now. great things. So proud of her, and super happy for her. Um, there's really too many that I wish, but you know, you really don't want to be a complete mainstay if you're really trying to go somewhere. Sure. You know, but someone that I wish would come in and kind of stick around for a while. Hmm. I'm going to have to get back to you on that one. Yeah. Give me just a few. Sounds good. Okay. Actually, no. I have an answer right now. All right. That CC Chanel. Seriously. Like, she could come in and do a good run for like a year. That would be awesome. I believe so, too. Yeah. yeah that would just be great. Just opponent-wise. And then I would also like to see what she could do with others as well. Help shape them. Help work with them. And just see how far she could go. So, uh, my kind of branch off question off of that, uh, you kind of talked about how you're looking to maybe expand in the future, just if it's a part of your journey. Uh, what are, or who are some people that you haven't faced yet that you may be interested in facing? Like, got anything particular or anyone particular on your radar? Not really. I'm just, like I said, I don't get to keep up a whole, whole lot, but the girls that I do do see that are really good, I'd, I'd, I'd be excited to work them a lot, but I don't, I don't really have an answer for that. I'm sorry. Yes, fine. Like, um, I'm really excited to work anybody, anybody new. Well, there's an answer there. That is an answer. I, I would just be happy to just to see the women's division grow and if you guys have any uh any advice on what you think i should do to make that happen you let me know because i'd be willing to work with that um and i also like doing the whole video thing i don't know if that would help or not but i'm gonna give it a try i just gotta come out of my shell a little bit more yeah that's fine talking to a camera by myself kind of weirds me out a little bit well i'll tell you that i'll tell you this right now um i love women's wrestling mm-hmm 
Um, I, I Thank love, you. I love what it's become and just it's evolved. It has. And I think it's going to continue to evolve. And, you know, if there's ever anything I can do to help. Awesome. I'm, so I'm, always 100%. I'm, I'm 100% in. <laughs> Heck yeah. That's what I like to hear. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for coming on here today. You no got problem. Anything, anything else you wanted to share today or anything else on your mind? Just Nope. I just hope to see everybody July 31st, this Saturday at the AC Brazi Arena for the five-year anniversary of Cape Championship Wrestling. Um, everybody has put a lot of blood, sweat, tears, hard work, and love into this company and this business. Not just the workers within the show um, and from everybody, from the guys who do commentary, from the people who work camera, from everybody that just steps in and does everything that they do. I thank them. I'm proud of them all. And I really hope to see everybody there. We're going to have a great freaking time. Um, and I would like to applaud all of the fans because CCW has some of the best, actually the best fans that I have ever encountered. I've been doing this 14 years. I've been a lot of places. I've been to a lot of shows. You, I've heard a lot of great pops, but I have not seen a crowd that was so into that. And like, so like they make the show a thousand percent better and a thousand percent what it is and so I should have added that earlier in when I'm talking about the creative mind and how I thought CCW would do first you know it's a little sketchy because didn't really know how people felt about the indie scene but then when I seen our fans I had no doubt like these you everybody from day one to now because it's still the same faces and a lot of those faces have moved up and worked within the company which is great. It's amazing. Um, but we got to get some more of those type smart-minded fans, which they're all pretty, pretty smart. So. Oh, yeah. yeah the, they're great. I applaud the fans. I thank them. I love them. Uh, I hate to love them, and they all love to hate me. So it's all going to be... Love-hate relationship. Yeah, it's going to be a good time no matter what. So come and see your favorites, even if I'm not one of them. Caleb's going to be there. Yes, I will. I'll be in the ring. Ring announcing. Yes. Dream come true, by dream the way. Dream come true. Yeah, That's a dream come true yeah. for you. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, I love that. You're doing yeah. a great job, by Thank the way. Thank you. Thank you. A great job, by the way. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Go, go CCW. Yeah. Yeah. For um, everything that they're doing. Yeah. Anything coming up you want to you wanna plug real quick besides CCW or any social medias? Uh, I've got a new Twitter page, so if anybody wants to follow me on my new Twitter page, it is at littlebit underscore 2008. You can follow me there. I would appreciate it and share that with your friends. Um, it's a good way to keep up with what I'm doing at CCW, uh, at uh, Championship Wrestling of Memphis. Big things coming up with that as well. I'm super excited. Can't really talk about too much, but I'm super excited about what's to come. And how they're building and keeping an eye on their freaking women's division because top notch. Yeah. Um, and I'm really hoping CCW gets to that at some point soon. They and will. I believe that we will. Um, CCW is moving on to do some pretty good things as well. I heard a little, a little birdie told me something earlier that is very exciting. So everybody needs. If you were just an indie wrestling fan in general, especially like from promotions around. Pay attention. Keep watching. You're going to be excited. And, of course, we've got the Ashland McClure Memorial coming up in September. That is going to be September 25th at the Charleston uh, High School again. So, I don't know how much of that has been announced so far, but that's something I look forward to every year. Unfortunately, we didn't get to do it last year, but I'm looking forward to that this year. And um, that whole, that is near and dear to my heart. So please come out and support that in any way that you can. It would be greatly appreciated. Everything goes to St. Jude and 100% uh, goes to St. Jude and Ashlyn McClure's name. And so far we've raised over $12,000 in that little girl's name alone. Her family is still very appreciative of it. Her memory goes on and it's because of the fans. And once again, I thank you. Yeah, thank you. That's, no you guys do amazing with that, by the way. Thank you. Jason does... 
he really is the goat. I mean, of everything. So <laughs> he he knows what he's doing, and he does, and it comes from a good place. So that's why it's you know that's why it's successful. Also, yeah. Good mind, good heart, good fans. Absolutely. I think we got it all covered there. Um, if for some reason you guys aren't able to make it to the show this Saturday, uh, watch on Fight TV. That's right. It'll be we're, on Fight TV. I think it's on like fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, we're going to be live too. That's so, right. Uh, I always like to go back and watch that when it's all said and done. You know, me too. Yeah. I, I, I like to go back and just kind of watch the show, watch my performance, see like if there's yeah. something I could do better next right. time. You know? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm a... I'm my own biggest we're, critic. We're all so. our own worst enemies, <laughs> and that is 100% okay. Yeah. Because if you don't critique yourself or take critique from others, you're never going to get better. That's true. You know, and even some people don't, even the ones that you think there's nothing you can do to be any better than what you are, there's always something. Absolutely. And if you ever think, I'm too good to learn anything else, please get the hell out. You know what I mean? Heard that. So, anyway. I can't wait. Can't wait. Thank you again for having me on. I do appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. No problem. Um, so go to foursidesiv.com to get our all our links, basically. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Public. if you want to buy some merchandise. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and all your other select podcast platforms, pretty much. So um, hope to... Hope to see you all at the show this Saturday. Um, if not, hope to see you all down the line. So, wrestling fans are amazing, like they you said. They really are. They really so, are. Yeah, so um, we're going to get out of here now. Uh, I think the guard dogs are wanting me out of the palace. So uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Peace.